Praise the Lord. We're reading October 30th of the 365 Daily Bible Devotional, New Living Testament. Let's go ahead and pray for ask for God's presence. Lord, we give you our hearts, our minds, and our souls, Lord God, in the heavens. Strain us up, Lord, as you promised the workmanship that you've done through your Son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for providing all of our needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Thank you for instructing us in the way that we should go, how we should act, and what we should do. Thank you for the leading that you give us at all times in Jesus' name. Amen. With that, we'll go ahead and start Lamentations chapter 3. I am the one who has seen the afflictions that come from the rod of the Lord's anger. He has led me into darkness, shutting out all light. He has turned his hand against me again and again all day long. He has made my skin and flesh grow old. He has broken my bones. He has besieged and surrounded me with anguish and distress. He has buried me in the dark place like those long dead. He has walked me in and I cannot escape. He has bound me in heavy chains. And though I cry and shout, he has shut out my prayers. He has blocked my way with a high stone wall. He has made my rod crooked. My road, excuse me. He has hidden like a bear or a lion waiting to attack me. He has dragged me off the path and torn me in pieces, leaving me helpless and devastated. He has drawn his bow and made the target and made me the target of his arrows. His shot, his arrows, he shoots his arrows deep into my heart. My own people laugh at me. All day long they sing their mocking songs. He has filled me with bitterness and given me a bitter cup of sorrow to drink. He has made me show, chew on gravel. He has rolled me in the dust. Peace has been stripped away, and I have forgotten what prosperity is. I cry out, my splendor is gone. Everything I have hoped for from the Lord is lost. The thought of my suffering and homelessness is bitter beyond words. I will never forget this awful time as I grieve over my loss. Yes, I still dare to hope when I remember this. The faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. I say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance. Therefore, I will hope in him. The Lord is good to those who depend on him, to those who search for him. So it is good to wait quietly for the salvation from the Lord. And it is good for people to submit at an early age to the yoke of his discipline. Let them sit alone in silence beneath the Lord's demands. Let them lie face in the dust, for there may be hope at last. Let them turn the other cheek to those who strike them and accept the insults of their enemies. For no one is abandoned by the Lord forever. Though he brings grief, he also shows compassion because of the greatness of his unfailing love. 
for he does not enjoy hurting people or causing them sorrow. If people crush underfoot all the prisoners of the land, if they deprive others of their rights in defiance of the Most High, if they twist justice in the courts, doesn't the Lord see all these things? Who can command things to happen without the Lord's permission? Does not the Most High send both calamity and good? Then why should we, mere humans, complain when we are punished for our sins? Instead, let us test and examine our ways. Let us turn back to the Lord. Let us lift up our hearts and hands to God in heaven and say, We have sinned and rebel, and you have not forgiven us. You have engulfed us with your anger, chased us down, and slaughtered us without mercy. You have hidden yourself in a cloud so our prayers cannot reach you. You have discarded us as refuge and garbage among the nations. All our enemies have spoken out against us. We are filled with fear. For we are trapped, devastated, and ruined. Tears stream from my eyes because of the destruction of my people. My tears flow endlessly. They will not stop until the Lord looks down from heaven and sees. My heart is breaking over the fate of all the women of Jerusalem. My enemies whom I have never harmed hunted me down like a bird. They threw me in a pit and dropped stones on me. The water rose over my head and I cried out. This is the end. But I call on your name, Lord, from deep within the pit. You heard me when I cried. Listen to my pleading. Hear my cry for help. Yes, you came when I called. You told me, do not fear. Lord, you are my lawyer. Plead my case, for you have redeemed my life. You have seen the wrong they have done to me. Lord, be my judge and prove me right. You have seen the vengeful plots my enemies have laid against me. Lord, you have heard the vile names they call me. You know all about the plans they have made. My enemies whisper and mutter, and they plot against me all day long. Look at them, whether they sit or stand. I am the object of their mocking songs. Pay them back, Lord, for all the evil they have done. Give them hard and stubborn hearts. And then let your curse fall on them. Chase them down in your anger, destroying them beneath the Lord's heavens. Amen. All right, let's go back and talk about these things. He says right here, kind of reminds me of Habakkuk a lot. It says, yet I still dare to hope when I remember this. Yet I still dare to hope when I remember this. The faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is His faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. I say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance, therefore I will hope in Him. The Lord is good to those who depend on Him to those who search for him. So it is good to wait quietly for salvation from the Lord, and it is good for people to submit at an early age to the yoke of his discipline. Let them sit alone in silence beneath the Lord's demands. 
Let them lie face down in the dust, for there may be hope at last. Let them turn the other cheek to those who strike them, and accept the insults of their names. For no one is abandoned by the Lord forever. Though he brings grief, he also shows compassion because of the greatness of his unfailing love. For he does not enjoy hurting people or causing them sorrow. If people crush underfoot all the prisoners of the land, if they deprive others of their rights and defiance of the Most High, if they twist justice in the courts, doesn't the Lord see all these things? Who can command things to happen without the Lord's permission? Does not the Most High send both calamity and good? Then why should we mere humans complain when we are punished for our sins? Instead, let us test and examine our ways. Let us turn back to the Lord. Let us lift up our hearts and hands to God in heaven and say, We have sinned and rebelled, and you have not forgiven us. Amen. That's a beautiful writing of the words of God. It would behoove us and me to go ahead and uh, memorize this. I've been reading this for about a week over and over again and pondering on it so I may have something good to say about this. It just seems to be one side of the coin, grieve and problems and suffering, hope, hope, homelessness beyond description. And I got myself there. Why? Because I didn't turn the other cheek to those who strike me and accept the insults of their enemies like the Lord Jesus Christ. He did that. And I did not put myself in the yoke of his discipline. I, I, was, I did not submit at an early age. I was a rebel from the beginning, from birth, and now I'm trying to reparent myself by reading and enjoying the reading. Let them sit alone in silence beneath the Lord's demands. Wow. Let us sit alone in silence beneath the heaviness of the Lord's words over our heads that they may seep in. Let them lie face down in the dust, for there may be hope at last. Let them turn the other cheek to those who strike them. I read that again. For no one is abandoned by the Lord forever. Though he brings grief, he also shows compassion because of his greatness of his unfailing love. Amen. Let me go ahead and read the, uh, oh, before that, uh, let me keep reading. It says, who can command things to happen without the Lord's permission? That's really interesting, huh? If the Lord has given us a vision, then we can command that thing to come. We can say, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command you 30 bars of gold to come. In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you houses and riches and inheritance from fathers and a prudent wife to come in Jesus' name. If you're single or whatever. And we can command things that are in his word. Especially if God gives us a vision. I am a good pilot. I am a giant in the Glendora business community. I am the best agent in this state. I am receiving my daddy is rich and the whole earth knows it very well. 
These are visions and words that I have received throughout the years from the Lord. But here it says, who can command things to happen without the Lord's permission? So one of the things that we want to command to happen, we want to say, but, we say, but the supply for it is not here yet, but it will surely come. If we should have it, it will surely come. Again, but the supply for it is not here yet, but it will come. If we should have it, it will surely come. Amen. Let us test and examine our ways. Let us turn back to the Lord. Let us lift up our hearts and hands to God in heaven and say, Lord, we have sinned and rebelled and you have not forgiven us, Lord. Lord, we just give you all our care and our sorrow over into your hands, Lord God, that we may know thee, the power of the glory and the honor in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jerusalem's darkest moments, Jeremiah's heart was strengthened with one ray of hope. The faithful love of the Lord endures forever. The faithful love of the Lord never ends. Great is his faithfulness. His mercy began afresh each morning. God has promised Israel that punishment should follow disobedience, and it did. But God also had promised future restoration and blessings, and it did. And Jeremiah knew that God will keep that promise also. God has been faithful in bringing judgment on the people of Jerusalem for their sins, and he would also be faithful in bringing re restoration to those who turn to him. God is faithful both in punishment and grace. Perhaps you feel broken by God, maybe even abandoned. Let each new day be a reminder to you that God is faithful. With each new day, he has given you a new opportunity to respond to his grace, to change, to love him more and to give up on your sins you cherished. God's steadfast love and mercy are greater than any sin. Again, God's steadfast love and mercy are greater than any sin, and he promises forgiveness. Submit to the yoke of his discipline and trust in him for the forgiveness and restoration that he has promised. Amen. One of the ways if you lack the love of God or acceptance in the love of God, read 1 John 1 through 5. Not only will you receive love, it says God 48 times in that five chapters. Take about 15 minutes to read. I read them for the next 30 days, once a day, out loud, and record yourself and play it back. The discipline in doing this will spring forth with love. And the love is not only will you get more love in your heart, you'll get finances, prosperity, health, and joy. And God, because all these things follow the love of God. Amen. Now let's move into the book of Hebrews, chapter 1. The book of Hebrews describes how Jesus Christ fulfills the promise and prophecies of the Old Testament. God uses many approaches to send his messages to people in Old Testament times. He spoke to Isaiah in visions. 
to Jacob in a dream, and to Abraham and Moses personally. Jesus is the fulfillment and culmination of God's revelation to people. When we know him, we have all we need to know God sufficiently to be made from sin, to be saved from sin, excuse me, and to establish a relationship with God. Through Jesus Christ, God's saving power is linked with his creative power. The power that created and sustains the universe is the very power that removes our sin and makes us into new creations. What a mistake to think that God is unable to forgive us. No sin is too big for the ruler of the entire of the universe to handle. No sin is too big for the ruler of the universe to handle. Amen. He can and will forgive us when we come to him through his son. Look at Jesus Christ, your creator and savior, to forgive your sins. You have a new life and show you now how to live by his example and teaching. Amen and amen. The book of Hebrews. Again, long ago, <clears throat> Hebrews chapter 1. Long ago, God spoke many times and in many ways to our ancestor through the prophets. And now in these final days, he has spoken to us through his son. God promised everything to the son as an inheritance. And through the son, he created the universe. The son radiates God's own glory and expresses the very character of God. And his sustains Everything by the mighty power of his command. When he had cleansed us from our sins, he sat down in the place of honor at the right hand of the, of the majestic God in heaven. This shows that the Son is far greater than the angels, just as the name of God gave him is greater than their names. For God never said to any angel what he said to Jesus. You are my son. Today I have become your father. God also said, I will be his father and he will be my son. And when he brought his supreme son into the world, God said, Let all of earth, let all of God's angels worship him. Excuse me. Regarding the angels, he says, He sends his angels like the wings. Excuse me. He sends his angels like the winds, his servants like flames of fire. But to the sun, he says, your throne, O God, endures forever. You rule with a scepter of justice. You love. You rule with a scepter of justice. You love justice and hate evil. Therefore, O God, your God has anointed you, pouring out the oil of joy on you more than anyone else he also he also says to the son in the beginning lord you laid the foundations of the earth and made the heavens with your hands they will perish but you remain forever they will wear out like old clothing you will fold them up like a cloak and discard them like old clothing but you are always the same your will you will live forever. And God never said to any of the angels, Sit at the place of honor at my right hand until I humble your enemies. 
making them a footstool under your feet. Amen. Blessed angel are only servants. Therefore, angels are only servants, spirituals, spirits sent to care for people who will inherit salvation. Amen and amen. Where we commit and read the Psalms, we commit our short life to God's eternal wages. We ask Him for His mercy each day. Amen. Lord, hear my prayer. Listen to my plea. Don't turn away from me in my time of distress. Bend down to, Lord, bend down to listen and answer me quickly when I call to you. For my days disappear like smoke and my bones burn like red hot coals. My heart is sick. My heart is sick, wither like grass, and I have lost my appetite. Because of my groaning, I am reduced to skin and bones. I'm like an olive oil in the desert, like a wild, off, far off wilderness. I lie awake, lonely as a solitary bird on the roof. My enemies taunt me all day, and I hear them laughing. Day after day, they mock and curse me. I eat uh, ashes for food. My tears turn down into my dark because of your anger and wrath. My tears run down into my drink because of your anger and wrath. For you have picked me up and thrown me out. Your My life passes out swiftly as the evening shadow. I am withered away like the grass. But you, O Lord, will sit on your throne forever. Your fame will endure to every generation. You will rise and have mercy on Jerusalem. And now is the time to pity her. Now is the time you promise to help. For your people love every stone in her walls and share even the dust in her streets. Then the nations will tremble before the Lord, the people of the earth, will tremble before his glory. For the Lord will rebuild Jerusalem. He will appear in his glory. He will listen to the prayers of the destitute. He will not reject their pleas. Let this be recorded for future generations so that all people not yet born will praise the Lord. Tell them the Lord looked down from his heavenly sanctuary. He looked down to earth from heaven to hear the groans of the prisoners to release those condemned to die. And as the Lord's famine, as the Lord's fame will be celebrated in Zion, his praises in Jerusalem, holy, holy, holy. When multitudes gather together, the kingdom come to worship the Lord. Amen. He broke my strength in middle life, cutting short my days. But I cry to him, oh, my God, who lives forever. Don't take my life while I'm so young. Amen. But I cried unto him, O my God, who lives forever, don't take my life while I am so young. Long ago you laid the foundations of the earth and made the heavens with your hands. They will perish, but you remain forever. They will wear out like old clothing. You will change them like a garment and discard them, but you are always the same. You will live forever. The children of your people will live in security. Their children's children will thrive 
in your presence. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And now, reading from Proverbs chapter 26, verse 21 and 22. A quarrelsome person starts fight and easily as hot embers light charcoal or fire lights wood. Rumors are dainty morsels. They sink deep into one's heart. Amen. And that concludes the reading of today. May God bless you and keep you. Make His face to shine upon you. Be gracious unto you. Lift up His counts and give you peace. Establish you in every which way. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.